What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of My Hero in Review. As always, my name is Andrew. I hope today finds you well. I am recording this on Labor Day, and I hope that when you listen to this episode that you had an amazing, amazing Labor Day. A day to relax, a day to just kind of do what you want, get caught up, maybe get to sleep in. What is that like sometimes? I don't know. But get to just enjoy your family, enjoy whatever you are doing on Labor Day. I'm here recording this, and in a little while, I'm going to go to a fantasy football draft. So I'm super excited about that. I'm excited that football, as of right now, is happening. I hope it still happens. I will be very, very sad if something happens and or coronavirus uh, continues to happen and it shuts down football. That would be so, so disappointing. Um, I'm a huge fan of fantasy football. And I do like the Cowboys, but I'm more of a fan in football in general. Just love watching NFL Red Zone, if you're aware of that. And seeing what teams are in the 20-yard line and keeping up with my team, it's kind of like a video game in a sense. And uh, But, it, you know, it happens in real life. And I love the just you can't predict everything. Anything can happen in fantasy football. And I'm so excited we're getting back to that time of year and I again will be so (laughs) heartbroken if coronavirus shuts down football as well but I am believing and declaring that fantasy and football in general is going to happen because you know what I'm with everybody else I've had enough of this virus and everything that goes along with it but with that being said I hope again that you have an amazing Labor Day amazing week and, and I'm so glad you're here for this episode, the 16 minutes that we kind of do, kind of walk through the episode, and I talk about what I like about it because My Hero is such an amazing show, and it's something I'm very, uh, something I'm passionate about, and and something I can't wait to talk about with you guys every week. I would love to hear more responses from you guys. What are your favorite parts of the episode? What do you like, or what are some things? That you wish I would even even add to this podcast. Um, is there anything? Um, I would love to hear that. You can find that on Friends Don't Lie on Twitter. You can DM us or Friends Don't Lie podcast at gmail.com. Excuse me. And uh, that there as well. Well, I have to uh, tell you guys, I finally, finally finished Ghost of Tsushima. And I got the platinum as well. And man, what a game. And I know I've said it many many of times, uh, but that is such an amazing, amazing, amazing game. Um, if you are someone that maybe The Last of Us Part Two didn't really vibe with you, um, I personally love The Last of Us Part Two, um, but there I know there are a lot of people that did not like The Last of Us Part Two just because of the things that happened and story choices that they went with, and so I would highly recommend this game, and the Platinum is very achievable, uh, the story is great, the last few acts, you guys, you, uh, there's so many cool moments, um, where you're dueling the main boss, you're on this burning ship, and all these people keep getting thrown at you, and then you keep fighting and fighting and fighting, and then you take them down, uh, and then you have such a good, classic classic hero versus villain uh moments where they talk to each other and then the hero triumphs of course uh and such an amazing moment such an amazing game and so if you are again open world game if you ever wanted to play a samurai game you've ever wanted to know what that is like look no further with ghost of tsushima highly recommend it Secondly, I have watched Mulan. Now, I want to give you my full breakdown on the 
Friends Don't Lie podcast. Um, it's gonna our episode for that kind of our week in recap is gonna be on Saturdays. So this will be this coming Saturday. You can hear me talk about what are Andrew's thoughts of the full breakdown of Mulan. Um, if I had to give a quick summary, I thought it was just good, um, and I was a little disappointed that I was not raving about it. And I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I've not seen much on the internet anybody talking about this movie and if there was it's come across a little negative i've not seen a lot of positive responses but i want to be here to say that i thought it was a good movie now if this movie's in theaters this is exactly what i would tell you if you are it is a friday night saturday you're looking to go see a movie i'll say yeah go see mulan but i would not be that person that'd be like oh my gosh like you have to go tonight you need to stop whatever you're doing you know the next available free moment for you and your best friend or spouse or boyfriend girlfriend like you have to go see Mulan I'm not quite I don't know if I can give it that quite raving review but if you're over at a friend's house and they have Disney plus and they've bought it and they're like hey you want to watch this movie and you're like yeah sure I'll watch it and I think that is a great way to put your expectations for the movie there are a lot of things that are different and there are a lot of things that I liked because it was different. But you will get the full breakdown of that uh, on Saturday when we talk about Mulan. And I know we're going to talk about many other things as well. So check out that podcast later this week. Well, now it's time to jump into the episode. We are in episode 11, you guys. And man, we are getting to the end of the first season. And it is ramping up to something really, really, really special. So remember last week, um, we have Midoriya, uh, Sue, and uh, Mineta. They they get away from the shipwreck zone, having just defeated a group of villains with their combined efforts of their quirks and quick thinking. They discuss their next course of action. They're out there talking, and they agree that they should head for the exit. They should avoid everything that's happening because Eraserhead is taking on all of these villains. And uh, But then Midoriya, because we know who Midoriya is, and that's the character that he is, he says, you know what, they will only end up exhausting their teacher and he will get defeated, so they should go and try to help. I love that Midoriya, once again, we see this character that is, he is way in over his head, but he's, you know what, I'm going to do what's best for somebody else, I'm going to step in and help people that are in need, he's going to help his teacher. And I just love that character about him, that a lot of times in life that we are in way over our head, we're always in overhead we're never gonna have everything figured out but you know what i'm going to try to help somebody that needs help or i'm going to do my best in the situation regardless of what the odds even though the odds are against me and we see that a continuous thing in the show the odds are always against him but he's still going to try his best and help so they go over there and they try to pursue and see what they can do to help him but back in the landside zone we have uh, Shoto, who freezes a number of villains, and as they all work there, man, he goes off on them, and uh, and so like he's like they're already frozen, and he's trying to figure out what their plan is and what they're trying to do, and then these two guys sneak up behind him, and then he freezes them, but he easily easily gets away, but then he kind of he comes to the conclusion that he needs to interrogate them, and he needs to figure out what they're actually doing there, and so he goes into this almost kind of villain-like, and goes up to this villain and says, you know what, I'm going to basically freeze you to death unless you give me information that I need to know. And then we get to see another cool uh, part uh, in the mountain zone. We get to see Kaminari and Jiro and, and Momo. They're surrounded by all these villains. And we get to see Momo and her quirk for the first time and the way that she's able to create things and be able to use her spears. She was using that. And then we see Jiro, who has like the headphone jack, and she like uses like sound vibrations to mess everybody up. 
And then, of course, we see Kaminari, who has such a cool electricity. He's like the human Pikachu, if you will. And they're doing all these things. They're doing all the great stuff, the surrounding. Um, but really, you know, Kaminari says, I can't really be used because I'll be friendly fire. But then Jiro has a great idea and kicks him into somebody. And they shoot it out. And then he, and he's like, oh, you know what? I can be used. And then in the midst of all that's uh, happening, um, Momo uses her creation and uses the thick insulated blanket and protects herself and Jiro. And then I love how we get this great moment for Kaminari. And I really feel like later on down the down the line in the series that we are going to get um, a storyline with him. And he's going to really kind of iron out his quirk and everything that goes with him. And get to the point that if you know when he uses his quirk, if he uses too much, he basically over he fries his brain. But I think this is the first time we get to see that, um, and so we get this cool moment. All the villains are standing there, and then the two uh, heroes, uh, Jiro and Momo, are protected, and then he just electrocutes everybody. But then we see for the first time that it actually fries his brain, and like he's like basically out of commission as well but he disables all and takes out all of the villains and such a cool moment uh for him and we get to see really his powers for the very first time and hopefully more to come as well so back near the usj entrance we see Eraserhead. he continues to repel the villains the central plaza he is confronted by uh, uh tomara uh, uh kiriagi the the main villain the ringleader uh, and so they're fighting, and he's and he man, and like he's doing all these things, and uh, uh, Shigaraki, sorry, and Eraserhead finally duels with them, and he's like the final boss. And so as they're fighting out and everything, but then we get to see Sh- Shigaraki's uh, quirk, which is the dis- disintegration quirk. So he like uses his elbow and hits his elbow and starts disintegrating his skin. Um, and uh, before we can see what's Next, a large monstrous villain, which we're going to see more about, comes up right behind him. And then 13 gets put out of commission by Kiryagi. And then Tinya has a really, really amazing moment uh, where he, he tries, to, uh, tries to get out, but Kiryagi cuts him off. But then Metso and, and, uh, and Shoji all step in the way and defeat him and get him out of the way. But then we find out that Nomu is that engineered monster. What's so cool about that part is, one, we get to see who is this Shigaragi character. What's our man? He has all the hands on him and all these different things. And you're like, who is this person and what do we know about him? But I haven't watched a lot of anime, but I've watched some. Shigaraki is such a cool villain in the way that he looks, and he has like those those fake hands, but also the the battle between Eraserhead, and then we get to see who this Nomu character is, like this kind of alien type of, of of villain, and what he is designed to kill All Might as well. And so you were like, man, what is about to happen? But Tinya gets to uh, get away as well. And uh, he goes out to tell, or he's in the process of getting out, which is pretty cool. Um, and we're like, man, what is about? Is he going to get out? Is he not? Uh, and then back in the uh, ruin zone, we can see Bakugo and Kirishima, and they finish off the remaining villains. And then we get some uh, character development for Bakugo, which I thought was so cool because he's the person that's always so um, hot headed and so mad. But then, you know, he defeats these villains and he's saying that I need to go and take out the warp villain. Kiryagi, because he's the one that's going to be able to be their their way to get out. But if they eliminate him, that means they're going to to do that. And but then he says one moment, Bakugo says that you know what? But we can trust our classmates to get uh, 
to take care of everybody else and let's go take care of the big guys. I really like this because Bakugo is coming around. He's not just this bully of a person who just says bad things and gets onto Midoriya and is awful to him and wants to be the best and no one else matters to him. But he's finally starting to learn. We get to, uh, just a glimpse of his character development that he is someone who trusts his classmates and that he's actually a real person. He's just not this angry person all the time. But back to that original scene, Tinya does make that mad dash for the exit, but uh, Kiryagi remains hot on his tail, and with the combined efforts of Ochako, Hanta, Siro, and uh, Sato, they're able to get away, which is such a cool moment. Uh, you know, uh, Ochako glabs, or, or touches the part of his body that isn't warped, and he's able to fly in the air, and then Siro uses his tape, and he's able to, like, throw him around, and then um, and then Sato like throws him in the air and like basically gets him away. And it's such a cool moment with the soundtrack and everything, uh, the way it's, it's blasting and you're like, is he going to make it? Is he going to make it? And then Tinya opens up the door and you know that hero or help is going to be, um, on the way. Uh, and so Kiragi goes back to, uh, to Shigaraki and informs his leader that, Hey, you know what? Like help is coming because I let one of them get away. And, but so before, so he's like, man, we need to get out of here. We, we need to make sure that they don't, uh, before all these heroes come. But before he gets away, he says, you know what? Let's kill these remaining students. And as this is happening, uh, we get this moment uh, that's so, so cool of uh, Shigaraki is going to kill Sue. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to, and, and you know, it's, and, and you see the slow motion, but then a racer head stops him one more time, and which is, Really cool because, uh, one, he's still able to use his quirk in the midst of getting beat up by Nomu. And I love how Shigaraki says to him, he's like, wow, you really are a pro hero. You really are cool. Uh, but then he resumes everything that he's doing, and then we see Midoriya step into action. And we know at this point that using one, uh, uh, one for all at 100% is basically going to break his body. But he sees that Sue is about to die, and so he's going to risk it all, regardless of what's about to happen, regardless. It could actually destroy his arm, and if we learn from prior episodes that it could actually just, he could use too much of his quirk and destroy, um, you know, everything that he is and destroy his body and, and basically kill himself, but he's going to use his quirk, and so he rears up for a huge, huge punch and to practically destroy the crap out of Shigaraki, but then all of a sudden something steps in the way of that, and... And but one thing we learned that Midori is learning, he's getting a lot better because as he is punching him, uh, the we see that his arm isn't broken. Now, one thing I love about this as we're getting close to the end of the episode is that Midori is improving, that he is is getting better. But I thought it's interesting that you know what one thing we know, or how do we know that he's getting better? He in in the process of using it to save somebody that is in need, and I I love that. That, you know, it wasn't in a, a combat situation. It wasn't in a, uh, you know, a class exercise that he saw that he was getting better. But when he was in a real life situation in the process of getting better, uh, in the process of saving someone that was in need, that's when he knew he was getting better at his quirk. And so he didn't have it all figured out. He didn't have um, a lot of things figured out, but he still chose to step into action and to save in general. And I think that's something that we can apply to our lives every single day, that we're never going to have anything figured out. But we're going, we need to step into action, and we need to help 
people in need. And I just love that about Midori. I just love that about his character, that he is willing to put it all on the line to help others. And we see that in this moment. But as, that, as that's happening, Nomu blocks his attack, and then basically they resume what they were doing. And they're about to kill Mineta and, and Midori because, and, um, and uh, Sue as well. Because, you know, they can't stand up to these guys. And as that is happening, we see the door bust open. And All Might is there. All Might steps in and he says, no no longer do you have to fear because I am here. And then right before anything else happens, uh, we cut to credits. And so, man, what an amazing action-packed episode and I hope you enjoyed the recap I hope you enjoyed me kind of breaking down a little bit and what I enjoyed as well and so uh, man I can't already can't wait to get to next week to see as we're getting to the conclusion of the season finale of the first season and how All Might is going to come in and save the day well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this ep- episode of My Hero Interview. As always, it's always 15 to 20 minutes as recap and talking about what I liked about the episode. And I hope I will see you Thursday and Saturday for our other episodes of Friends Don't Lie. And again, in all things that you do, I hope you go plus ultra. I will see you guys next week.